going to win it. There's no turning back now, dude. <laughs> and you're doing this. I fucking got the number 12 string out. I've looked up the fucking chords. We're in it. Can I, can I, can I change the words as we go along? You can say whatever you want to, Mishy. Can we, Kevin? You didn't hear me while I was going through it before, but it was... Right. You can't get anything you want at Kibasa Sausage Hut. You can't get anything you want at Johnny Kibasa Sausage Hut. Plus the buttons in right now. There's a program going on and oh my my. It's a lot of fun, you know, in the Sausage Hut. Well, all of a sudden, a couple years ago, I got this phone call, and it was Johnny Kilbasa. And he said, Mishy, how'd you like to do a podcast? And I said, sure. And we laughed. And we got to talking about things and different bands and things we like and kind of, you know, getting down with the New York football Jets and the Cleveland Browns and celebrating our misery together and drinking and smoking and smoking and drinking. Then comes around again a week or two later and Mr. Kabasa says, Mishy, how'd you like to do a podcast on the Sausage Hut? Mishy said, sure. <laughs> and there we were. No buttons, no computers. And we just talk football. And hey, I'm not here to tell you right now. For the fantasy football ferocity, you go to the Sausage Hut. We got everything for free. And you win your fantasy league. Come on in now, tuning on up. Sausage Hut, ready to go. <laughs> There's a second part in there I'm not too sure about, but. <laughs> Come on in and light your pipe. Everything's gonna be alright. We'll get you to do championship. That's what we're here for. You know, Hex is nervous right about now. Started off in first place. Winning these close games, and here comes Johnny Kilbasa. And he says to me, How does Johnny Kilbasa do it? I said, Hexy, I sent you the link. It's not my fault you don't listen. It could be 20 minutes, it could be 30 minutes, it could be an hour and a half. But for three minutes at a time, this is the program you want to come to. You can get anything you want in the sausage hut. <laughs> you can get anything you want in the sausage hut. Friend, do, do, do. How'd you have uh, time to learn all these musical instruments and play football? Didn't know it back then. So there we were. (laughs) 
Well, we got there, and there was a big sign and a chain across the uh, camp. And it said closed on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we never heard of a dump closed on Thanksgiving before. And with tears in our eyes, we drove off into the sunset looking for another place to put the garbage. Come on, Missy. One more verse. In the stars and guns, you can get anything you all. In Johnny Kamasa's sausage hut, you got the temperature right up here. Voice of reason, and it's very clear. You got Michigan. He's over there. He's America's commissioner now. Woo! You can't get anything you want in the sausage hut. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh, I think we're in. We got it now. This <laughs> here's a song called The Sausage Hut. All it has to do about Johnny Cabasa sitting around one day, picked up his guitar, and he started to play. There were boys outside, and then they had some footballs, and they said, Come on, Johnny Cabasa, you're the man. You know football, let's go. And he walked out with his guitar, and as they went over to the football field, he started singing this song. He says, my name is Johnny Kilbasa, you know. I'm doing a program called The Sausage Hut. Fantasy football is part of the gig, but the rest is just like this. You can't find it nowhere else. Sausage Hut, baby. Woo. So he put his guitar down, and it was time to play some football. He said, I'll kick. I said, Mr. Kabasa, you're a kicker too? He goes, watch me. And while that ball exploded in midair and little fragments came down around the 40-yard line, and we didn't know who to tackle, so we tackled everybody. There was a lot of mud. Some of the boys ended up crying. But we had another football and said, let's kick off again. Mishy turned around to Mr. Kielbasa and said, let me do this one. And we laughed. And then we laughed some more. So Mishy goes to kick the ball. And he goes, boom. Down to the goal line. We were still laughing, and we didn't bother covering the kickoff, and they ran it back for a touchdown. And then we laughed some more. And we turned around. And I said, Mr. Kielbasa, you want to be the uh, kickoff returner, or you want Michi to return the kickoffs? And Mr. Kielbasa knows that Michi's slower than a turtle. I said, why don't you do it, Michi? You're slow like a turtle. I said, okay. And we started laughing. And while we were laughing, they kicked the ball off and it landed on the ground. And they recovered it and ran it into the end zone. And we kept on laughing. And the guys that came over the house and said, hey, boys, what's the matter with you two? And then they started laughing. So, okay, what's the joke? What's the joke, the other team said. And I looked at Mr. Kielbasa and said, listen here, kids. You can't get anything you want 
Drinking kielbasa sausage hut You can't get anything you want But you ain't gonna win this game Because we got you here and we got you now We're having fun and that is why You can score 14 points in 20 seconds But that's all you're gonna get, son And they did 49-14, Johnny Kilbasa and his crew. After Thanksgiving game, it was a massacre. Hey, this is Hot Kick Barrett. You're listening to the Sausage Hut Podcast. Johnny Kilbasa. Yeah. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute. Sorry about Johnny your luck, Lancel. That one more time, high pitch. Hey, this is high pitch, Eric, and you're listening to the Saucer Club podcast with Johnny Kilbasa. Who'd you bring with you there, high pitch, Eric? This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones with Johnny Kilbasa. That's right, everybody. Here we go. Fantasy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're staying home. Hopefully you're playing winning fantasy football just like everybody should. Because all we're going to talk about today is everything in the world. And of course. That can only mean fantasy football's in your future, everybody. And you're... Listening to the star of the football minute on the Mark Aram show, breaking it down, power poetry style in one minute. Everybody does their two minutes, three minutes bullshit. Nobody does a better minute than me. And you can see all the lyrics on johnnycobasta.com. I've been doing it for like four years. Go back and read my slam poetry about football. Try to get better than that, motherfucker. That's what I do. Get called in for an emergency fast food review. I'm there. You want a football minute at 9 a.m.? I'm there. And if you want the foremost forecaster of fantasy freedom and fantasy futility, you're going to call America's commissioner. Whether you're in North Dakota, whether you're in Arizona, whether you're in Delaware, whether you're in American Samoa, whether you're in... Puerto Rico, whether you're in El Paso, Texas, whether you're in Guadalajara, Mexico, whether you're in Tokyo, Japan, no matter what, you can count on America because America's back because we got America's commissioner. And I know that they translate those fantasy football sites into Japanese. So I know y'all are listening too. Get on the horse because we're going to the playoffs and we're going to win the playoffs. Mission, what's going on, brother? You have a you have a um, key keywords ready to go. Google's gonna love you this week with all those phrases. America, Oslo, Red Hook. You're our main listeners, but you've got competition. Fantasy football ferocity. Week twelve is about to end. Each is a Thanksgiving. Week twelve, and there's so much going on and so much to say, and only so much time to say it. 
and we're here together uh, here on Thanksgiving. I'm thankful. I'm appreciative. And what you said a little while ago, what you said a moment ago, what you were trying to suggest to the people, that if you want to play some winning fantasy football, you want to keep your options open, you want non-speed. You want originality, you want individuality, you want Mr. Kabasi, you want Mishy, and I could only ask for the vegetarian butcher to be part of this program, but I think she might be traveling. Mr. Kabasi, do you have a, a butcher update? We await word from the people supporting the vegetarian butcher. It is rumored oh. that she might, may or may not be traveling. Um, but we do All know right. no matter whether she's traveling or whether she's at home, she's always she's right almost us. too busy for us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, America, every week. We don't know if she's going to be here. We don't know, but we're happy if she is. But if not, we do what we do every week. We keep our head on a swivel, and we're ready to rock all the time. I get inspiration from the champ. I'll tell you what, people who are champions, sometimes people get attitudes with being a champion. Some people refuse to recognize champions. People pull their attitudes. Let me tell you something, America. Win yourself a championship. Put them shoulders back and say, I'm a champion. I don't need to brag, but I might. I don't need to stand over you, but I will. And on occasion, and... I listen to the Sausage Hut, and I'm winning me championships because the nature of the thing is getting to the show. And after you get to the show, you can't be satisfied. You want to you want to update the game plan. You want to reset the rules. I am in the show. I am about to win this championship, and we're here in week 12 to help you through all the mayhem. And there's some mayhem. I think I said that word twice now, but here we have here mayhem. We go. Awesome. Mayhem. Brought to you by the National Football League in week 12. Absolute Mayhem. I think we just found a new sponsor, Mr. Kilbasa. AbsoluteMayhem.com. Go there for all your laundry needs. <laughs> we'll show you how to clean the sheets. Dirty, dirty people. Clean your damn sheets. Put a mask on. Hey, Mishy. Yes, Mr. Kilbasa. Is there uh, maybe a question that you want to ask me? Is there a question I want to ask you? Of course, there's a question I want to ask you. Might there be a question? Might there be a gong you want to bang while you're asking that question? I don't know. I can uh, can tell you two things, Mr. Kabasa. It's Thanksgiving, uh, and um, I was just kind of still stuck on your intro. (laughs) Mr. Kilbasa, is there a football minute in my future? Hey, (laughs) oh. Here we go with the Week 11 football minute. Week 11 in the NFL. Who needs defense? Week in college. Stay home for Thanksgiving already. Week in America. First things first. In fantasy football, Mark Aram's team. Russ from Gainesville led Johnny Kobasa's D Sausage Hut. 95-84 going into last night. Johnny had the Rams D. Mark had Chris Godwin. Russ and Gainesville prevailed. No! Your Magic City Dirty Birds lost to a kid who had more tackles than pass completions coming into the game. Matty Ice got sacked eight times. Come on, guys. Nine and seven starts now. Your Athens Technical College. Boo Dogs beat the mother Boo Dogs with a big haul from the new kid. 401 passing yards. From 
from the transfer Trojan. Good thing because they had eight yards rushing. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the Boo Dogs, your downtown Panthers. Beat Alabama, the Jaguars of South Alabama. Seven sacks from the D and three TDs from Tucker Gregg. Buy your Panthers t-shirts now. That other Alabama beat Kentucky by six decades. Ugh, America's team. The Cleveland Browns are seven to three. Remember, an ugly seven to three. Still seven to three, motherfucker. Mark Arabs, New York football giants. Took the week off and moved up in the standings of the NFC least. Just a half game out of the lead. And on Monday night, the Sunshine Standoff, the golf beat the GOAT on the MNF. That's a football minute, everybody. You take the good, you take the bad. Come on, people. Come on, people. Name that tune. Oh, my goodness. That was awesome, Mr. Kibasa. I was, uh, I hopefully Thank the you. engineer hit the mute button here on, on Mishy's end because I was doing a bit of chuckle. You're As allowed to chuckle. Because, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I, I can chuckle when it's funny. Sometimes people aren't funny. But when you are funny, we have a good time with it. And that's what I'm talking about. Let's have some good time. And America... What Mr. Cavanza said about the butcher, maybe, maybe not the champ butcher, maybe, maybe not the voice of reason, maybe, maybe not. I, for one, am always optimistic to be in the presence of greatness and to share this broadcast with her. And I just want to say this one more time. Those opinions earlier were those of Mr. Kilbasa. She does not feel that way. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> I uh, I think that I think that she's uh, I think she's better than both of us at this, Mr. Cabasa. That's what I want to tell you, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. And I'm okay with that. And I really just want some Christmas cookies. Seeing Thanksgiving's coming up, and I know the butcher, even though she's got a butcher name, can make some serious Christmas cookies. So I'm saying all these things um, in hopes of a very nice package of Christmas cookies. Um, and I'm certainly hoping that she's not listening to this moment and she was listening to the other moment. That's what I want to tell you. Any more love letters you want to send to the butcher? <sighs> you know, yeah, I do. I want to send one more love letter to the butcher. May I, Mr. Kibasa? <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> the butcher, butcher, you got a butcher block and, you have put things on the butcher block, and I'm going to be empathetic here and imagine that today's, if she was going to have a butcher block right now, I would say this. Tyson Hill, Taysom Hill, whatever your name is, young man, congratulations. She's going to spare you. She's going to pardon you from the butcher block. And that's how magnanimous my friend the vegetarian butcher is. You think the president can pardon a turkey? No! do all those things and many presidents oh, have no. oh, no. the case, you know, in this version of the butcher block that's what I think oh, would happen because she said no 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 and we said famous Jameis and she said yeah yeah but butcher picked up famous Jameis in anticipation how many America playing fantasy football picked up Jameis Winston before you found out Jason Hill was there and were you in a Zoom meeting when the announcement was made and one of your lead mates went and picked up Jason Hill Raise your hands, people, because I know what happened. That's what happened to the person. What do you think about that, Mr. Kabbalah? What do I think about that, Mishy? I think that deserves a round of applause. Hey, we don't know. The chances of the butcher aren't aren't zero right now. But you know what we can do, Mish? What what do you think? What do you think? Hello. Can we get on to Thanksgiving? Talk a little football. 
Yeah, we can do whatever. You know what we can do? Because we're in the sausage hut and we're on a podcast, we can do whatever the fuck we want to do for as long as we want to do it. Hex, you got that, Hex? Another version, another course of uh, Alice's Restaurant, people? What do you think? That's very first uh, half of the 20th century folk music from Americana. I'm just reading The Grapes of Wrath and in this fucking wagon in the middle of fucking Oklahoma. Well, you see, John, John Steinbeck was telling a story about uh, America... 1920, 1925, 1927, things like that. And just about this time, 1925, a guy named Red Grange, the galloping ghost, went to the University of Illinois, finished his college season. He was a celebrity. Just about the time the Grapes of Wrath was, you know, the period that it was written about. Maybe a little bit earlier than that, but I could be wrong. So anyway, he came out and played his first pro football game around Thanksgiving time for the Chicago Bears. First ever, the Great Red Grange. There's been some great Thanksgiving football games played in history, Mr. Kobasa. So, you know the really, first one I Red, remember? The Galloping Ghost? Was he? Was that Red Grange? Yes, it was. 1925. Chicago Bears. Hall of Famer at this point. And uh, right after his college season went and played a football game, people were upset. But he said, I need to get paid. And he was. He was a celebrity in the day of, in the days of Jack Dempsey and Babe Ruth. There you have it. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Mary Pickford. Look it up. Mary Pickford. Was she in the the Supremes or was she a sprinter? Uh, She was one of the most powerful uh, women in Hollywood in the first half of the 20th century. Oh. She was she was she was pretty good. She was pretty good. She uh, she was a movie star. Did something with it. That's all right. But that was then. That was then, and this is now. And we got COVID, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah, we do. And we yeah. and we got uh, the Baltimore Ravens game against the Pittsburgh Steelers is now moved to a twelve fifteen Central Time, one fifteen Eastern kickoff on Sunday. In America, here's the dilemma. You are now not just going to have games on Fox. You are now not just going to have games on CBS. But for the first time in my hundred years of watching football, there will be a game on all three networks at 1 o'clock. All three networks. That's an old school term right there, all three networks. There you go. Well, I am over 100 years old, but the uh, ABC, not ABC, let's say it again, Fox, CBS, and NBC will all be broadcasting the National Football League for the first game on Sunday. And that's pretty unprecedented. That's, that's just amazing. All because the Baltimore Ravens couldn't field the team. And the commissioner's office said, well, if you can't field the team, we can't have a Thursday night game. Let's move it to Sunday. And this is the second time the undefeated Pittsburgh Stellars have kind of got manipulated by the vid. As you recall, week three, four, five, whatever it was, the Tennessee Titans had a case of the vid, and they moved the Steelers around. And our man, Big Ben, too dumb to hurt. How you doing, Ben? Long time no talk to. Roethlisberger was, you know, pretty outspoken about it. And they got every right to. They got every right to be. This game's scheduled for uh, Thursday. They got every right to be flexible, but... You know, it's amazing. So we only have two games on Thanksgiving, Mr. Kibasa. Two games. 
it's amazing. Instead of three, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to listen to the Sausage Hut and say we should have listened to it earlier so I could set my fantasy football lineup. But I'm here to tell you after that second game, America, take your wine, take your glasses, walk outside and take your guitars and go sing a chorus to Alice's Restaurant. That's what we do on Thanksgiving. Because that's what we did. We celebrated America. <clears throat> Even though Arlo Guthrie would hate most of y'all. Well, he would, he, you know, or, you know, here's the thing. That was a different point in history. And, uh, you know, you can ask him right now. He's still with us. He is? He's still alive? Like, He's got to be like 90 what? years old by now. No, that's his father. Oh. It was his father. You know. I thought it was Arlo that sang Alice's Restaurant. That's right. I mean, his father. Oh wait, the one Woody. Woody face. sang it. I, I get him mixed up. I, no, no, I don't know Arlo, shit about Arlo, those guys. Arlo I don't know Arlo anything Guthrie about him other than that. And America Arlo the Guthrie Beautiful. Sang it. He was he was twenty three, twenty four years old, and it was nineteen sixty seven. Everyone, someone else do the math. That's forty, sixty years ago. Something so like he's that. like eighty, eighty years old. Eighty years old. He's younger than me. He's a whippersnapper. Tell me he can cheese, he can shave that cheesy mustache, but that's just my opinion. You know well, it was the whole thing back then. I mean, it's like the new, uh, the new, these dudes with their beards and their bluegrass music. Yes. Hey, but you look like a motorcycle guy with a beard, and you're still wearing beetle boots. How really modern are you? Let's see your tattoos. Oh, you're modern now? Lovely. Can we go talk about some football, Mr. Kilbasa? What do you think? Hmm. We just, just, just talk about Thanksgiving. Oh, it's this is Thanksgiving spectacular, by the way, everybody. I'd like to welcome y'all <laughs> as we continue to the Thanksgiving weekend weekend of content here on the Sausage Hut, Mishy. I put out a little funk last night, about twenty five minutes worth of it on the new Casio S three fifty, learning how to split it and bring it up and nice. down and mixing it in with the Garage Band. I took you on an adventure of sound last night with just built-in beats that come with the S350. So it was just um, simple, and you could tell it was fake, but that's, that's what I rode on the wings of the funk beat off of the S350 that has 670 different tones on it, America, and you're going to hear them all. But the one I like the most is the 70s organ, and that's this right here. Where's the 70 organ going to take us, Mr. Gilbasa, as you jam, jam, jam away? All right, let's get to business here. I can sit here and talk all day while I'm drinking the triple dog ale, that's for sure. I can sit here and talk all day while I'm, I'm drinking some beautiful coffee from Hawaii. Mm. Let's move forward. Let's, it's a beautiful day here, too, by the Full way. Full bodied. All right, Mishy. Let's just start where we're going to start. Let's loosen up and get in our starters blocks here. Take a, take a trip around the country because this is what we do, even if it's a holiday. There we go. There we go. And we're off and running here for three minutes of lightning round game by game analysis from Michi on the only channel that you need to be a part of. 
because we're going to talk about every game. And we're going to start right now, and we're going to start at 12.30 Eastern time tomorrow, the Thanksgiving Classic. Detroit Lions hosting the Houston Texans, Michi. I don't want any part of this game. This fucking sucks. I'm sorry to start off with a downer, but here we go. Let's talk about it for three minutes. I can give you three minutes, Mr. Kabasa. The first part of this program, we were having a good time interacting with one another, is going to be more interesting than this first football game. America, <laughs> you're going to have your turkey. You're going to have the stuffing. You're going to have the pie. You're going to have the, the thing with the thing and over there with the cauliflower thing. And I suggest you go out and pick up the football and go throw it around, except, except if you're starting Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson uh, is the only player in my eyes in this first game that's viable. Detroit has injuries. Matt Stafford is practicing this week, but his thumb still isn't right. They got shut out last shut week. Shut out. Detroit Lions. I, I was talking about the running back Swift somewhere in practice before the game has a concussion and not played. He is at practice, but he is not cleared. Therefore, on a Thursday – Unless you're desperate and you're looking at your telephones thinking, well, here comes here comes the sausage stuffing, or do I change my lineup? Take Swift and every Detroit player out of your lineup right now. Stop thinking. And if you haven't done that already, uh, we have to have a private talk because you're overthinking. And, again, in Houston, you can pick up a wide receiver. Who is your wide receiver? Who's your wide receiver? That's right. Who's your oh, fucking wide I would, receiver? I would, I would take my 501 player card, Kenny Stills, but uh, Kenny, okay, whatever it was. <laughs> that was he but was my injured. 401k for years. But he's injured. Um, Duke Johnson is supposed to play. He's not going to be put in your lineup. The guy to put in this ball game is Brandon Cooks. Will Fuller's going to have a hundred yards, and if you want that, Brandon Cooks is the man who's going to stretch the field for one long touchdown pass and another 45 yard touchdown pass Michi. and this Michi. yes yes let me ask you a question Michi. sure would you take this dude over tyler lockett right now brandon cooks over tyler lockett right now yes oh my gosh yes and no one's gonna do it but I mean, I mean, there's a potential someone scoring touchdowns, and Detroit can play enough defense to make to make Will Fuller um, drop a two pass or two. But Brandon Cooks on a holiday, he's going to be one of the Thanksgiving specials. Thank you later. Send me a picture of pie. Where do we send those pictures to, Mr. Kobasa? By the way, uh, Johnny Kobasa on twit 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 Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. I need to do my annual mayonnaise on the seven layer salad video tonight. That's fantastic! What a holiday it's turned out to be. I think I took last year and off. I don't think I did it last year. I, I think Houston's going to win this game. They're going to win this game handily, um, and it'll be a sleep fest. Unfortunately, it'd be the first game, and you know Uncle Henry won't be yet asleep on the couch. But if this was any other time, we andor we ate early. Uncle Henry would sleep through the second half of this one. What time did you make early. mom get up to have to do shit? I mean, if you want to eat. Why does everybody want to eat at eleven o'clock? Why does mom have to get up at five o'clock just to start doing this shit, man? It wakes me up the turkey too. Was, the turkey was twenty-five pounds. God damn! Might and you made well it, and you made it, and you made enough for eighteen people. Ugh. And to cook, you do the math. That's a I lot. Of, that's math. a lot of time. Yeah, you see, that's like nine hours of cooking. I'll tell you what. Where I grew up, the kitchen was the place to be. They always threw me out. 
because I would break things on by accident back then. <laughs> no, you were going to say purpose. on purpose. You were <laughs> trying to get attention. You knew how to get under those girls as under those ladies as uh, aprons. Well, I'll tell you what, the girls in my house, you, when they wanted something, you did it. And I've described this before because that way you made sure you got some ice cream that night. <laughs> and so you're nice, you're nice to them and you got some ice cream. Sometimes when you were really nice, you got some chocolate syrup. I told you this before. It's, it's, it's the way the way of the world. But, you know, I was always, you know, taller than the rest of the world. So I would reach for things that my little aunt BB over there, we call her BB lovingly. And, but she was like four foot eight. And she couldn't reach, and then John get this for us. And I would get that, bring the plates down. Grandma would smile, and and I did. When Grandma smiled, either I knew on Thanksgiving that I was going to get something nice, because Thanksgiving was always nice. But I'd get something extra nice, a little more ice cream, a little a bit later. Yeah, brother, that's what I would do. I would I would uh, not worry about the Detroit Lions and their history. I would take those two players from Houston and wonder what the heck happened to Detroit and wonder who the heck their next coach is going to be because sticking a fork in it in Detroit make a steak sandwich forget forget mm. forget forget the turkey Houston's going to win their fourth game and all of a sudden now nah, they still suck too where are we going what else are we doing on Thanksgiving <laughs> well we're not doing what we thought we were doing because they COVID moved the Stillers Ravens to Sunday night in a wishful thinking move hey Head on a swivel in 2020, but the 430 game is still underway. One of the classic rivalries of all time. One of two great love teams in America. You like inventions? One of the most, two of the most popular squads in the Western Hemisphere. I ain't gonna argue that one. The one where Washington usually wears their red jerseys when they're on the road, and when they're at home, they make Dallas wear their dark jerseys because that's what they like to do. The curse of the dark jersey. I don't even know where that started. But, Michi, our 430 yawner is going to be Washington at Dallas, but I've got a, I've got some skin in this game, Michi. What do you say? 430, weird start time, Thursday afternoon. You're going to be... In and out of consciousness at this point, uh, you're going to be laying now, on the couch. Now, now Uncle Henry is sleeping on the couch, yeah. taking up all the room. Yeah. Everybody He's else is nodding off at this point. He's about to get up, and like now every, Uncle Henry's going to get up, realize that everybody's passed out, and just make him the biggest plate and just take all of the last half gallon of gravy. The, uh, there'd, be, there'd be no question that that would be an inevitable happening in my house. No question. No question. And the leftovers, turkey and Thanksgiving leftovers, you don't want them two days later. You want them right now. And I want to talk about the three and seven Cowboys against the three and seven Washington team football, the WTX. There is is every reason to win this game if you're the Dallas Cowboys. There is every reason to win this game if you are the Washington Redskins. The question here is, fantasy football-wise, what is going to help us set up Thursday to put pressure on our opponent and have us in a position to play some winning fantasy football? It's a question every week, but Thursday games are important. 
Andy, the redheaded stepchild Dalton, showed up last week, played a decent enough game. Found C.D. Lamb. Found Amari Cooper. Somewhere Michael Gallup is still on that team, but we're not sure. Found Dalton Schultz for a touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott found the end zone and rushed for 100 yards. People, don't get me wrong, I'm not a big fan of this club, but the Dallas Cowboys are in a position to play their best game of the year this week. And the Redskins, if you want to call them that, the Washington team footballs, if you want to call them that, are not in the best position. They're banged up a little bit at running back. They're banged up at wide receiver. And like it or not, this version of the Dallas Cowboys is, are going to run the Washington football team. Tried to say it right that time. They're going to run them right out of the stadium. The Redskins got no shot. You need a substitute quarterback because one of your rookie quarterbacks is hurt. Because there's a number of rookie quarterbacks hurt, Mr. Kilbasa. Andy Dalton is a 20-plus. I'm going to say Andy Dalton throws for three touchdowns this week. 250 yards. C.D. Lamb is a must start. You got, uh, you got Mr. Cooper and you drafted him high. He's going to have dividends. Double-digit, easily double-digit fantasy points. Put him in the game. And Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott is going to reward you for drafting him so high and having your team sit at 500 at this point in the season. Uh, touchdown maker, 100 yards last week, 100 hey, yards plus this week. Is, yes, is Zeke in a contract year? No, he's paid. Okay. He got paid. Antonio Gibson is a player that you would like um, for Washington. Of course, you got him on your team. McKissick is the pass catcher. This week, it's going to be uh, Antonio Gibson as the one viable starter. Alex Smith throwing all these passes and all these yards. He's going to try it again. It's going to backfire. I am calling for a, a Dallas Cowboy defensive touchdown in this game, Mr. Kilbasa. And very little love for the Washington football team. I'll take Antonio Gibson to be the only man I'm trusting on Washington and Dallas is going to eat them up, and it's going to be uh, and it's going to be overdue. And America, if you're a fan of the Washington team, more power to you. Happy Thanksgiving, America. If you're How fan you of the Dallas, if you're fan of the Dallas Cowboys, you're saying what if? But they play in the NFC least, and what if means nothing but good things ahead for you. And this is a game that Dallas has to win. They will win. I'm here. Like I said, I got so emotional there. I called for a defensive touchdown. Dallas is going to crush him. So all you wow. friends, uh, all you friends in Vegas, take your notes now. This is the game you want to go with the Cowboys and and let the knuckleheads, uh, you know, feel what they want to. Right now, the Redskins are getting two and a half points. Give it all day long. Okay. Give it, give it all day long. Give it all day long. And there's not going to be a love, a lot of uh, fantasy love for the Redskins. Um, what it's about uh, is Terry McLaren not playing then? He is playing. Um, he's a little bit banged up, but I think this game will be one that the Cowboys dominate. I think the Washington Redskins for a three win team, they're getting too much respect. And I've disrespected both of these teams all year. Um, but I'm, I mean, here in week 12 here on Thanksgiving, this is a game the Cowboys are going to crush them. But They're dude, I, I need JD McKissick to do something. Maybe poach a touchdown. I'm, I'm I'm not here for you this week, Mr. Kibasa. I Come won't on, even lie Mitchie. to you. 
I won't even lie to you and say the corn pudding was any good. This corn pudding's awful. Get it off oh. my plate. and as we know we spoke of a minute ago the dallas game excuse me the pittsburgh game against baltimore is now moved uh to um early start on sunday on nbc so whatever else happens on thanksgiving people um alice's restaurant goes on at at five o'clock and that Cowboy game will be going on. You Cowboy fans, um, put it on after your second touchdown in the first quarter and think of Michi, think of Mr. Kielbasa. You Redskin fans, you Washington football team fans, put it on at 5 o'clock and blame your owner, Daniel Snyder. Where are we going next, Mr. Kielbasa? <laughs> I like how the three minutes went out the window. By the way, that's very. Uh, we're we're gonna we're getting that going back in. I got the I got the timer up. Okay, we just got to do it. We just got to do it. Okay, I'm rocked. I'm locked in here. I'm rocked in and locked in on the night before weekend. Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> drinking strong beers and it's going straight to Johnny Cobas's head because I didn't eat much. Okay, here we go, Michi. We're finally getting this Sunday, and we're gonna start off. Well, I guess I guess we're doing the twelve thirty p.m. classic, Michi. Let's get get it out of the way. Two teams that need. I wish they could lose three games apiece during this. Cause that's what we need. When the goddamn ten and O Steelers, are you fucking kidding me? Taking on the Baltimore Ravens, and I have to root for the Steelers because the Steelers are they're they're out of touch. So we just need um, Baltimore to keep losing games. Let's start to talk about it for three minutes now. Starting now. All right, the implications for hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns are this, win your game. And on the outside chance that the Steelers happen to lose a game or two, continue to win your games, America's team, Cleveland Browns. I think that the Ravens are being disrespected. They're not playing very good football, but they're being disrespected and I think that this is going to be a humdinger of a ball game. And the long and short of it is, I like the Ravens to win this game. Fantasy love for Lamar Jackson. Letting you down this year. People are saying bad things about our friend Lamar Jackson. It's unfair. Lamar Jackson comes to play this week. There is every chance that no one knows who the starting running backs are going to be due to this COVID situation. Is it going to be Gus Edwards, like everyone thought on Thursday? You already picked Gus Edwards up. Is it going to be J.K. Dobbins? You just don't know. Mm. If you picked up Gus Edwards, congratulations. It, the NFL screwed with you. It, oh. I, would, I would really wait to see how this is going to play out um, at their running backs before any recommendations. I'm to understand that blind Willie Sneed is playing better football now that Des Bryant is part of the uh, Baltimore Ravens organization. Can you believe that? And, uh, Des Bryant's Des Bryant. They're desperate. Marquise Brown is desperate. Him. Bryant. <laughs> yeah, you got that. Uh, Marquise, Marquise. I want that Brown. Twitter handle. Desperate you Bryant. Got- Let's just let's make a little hashtag right there. Okay. Marquise Brown has been underrated. Mark Andrews showed up last week. Uh, he was a your third tight end off the board, and Justin Tucker is the most reliable player on that team, fantasy football wise. I'll take Lamar Jackson. 
I will start Lamar Jackson. I will have Lamar Jackson plus 25 fantasy points, and he's going to show out like the MVP in this particular ball game. It's just the way it's going to be. And, of course, we love Justin Tucker. Now, you, you, everyone in the world is getting by with the Ravens defense. I'm here to tell you, go ahead and start them with confidence. Um, they are a 10-point score this week because Pittsburgh is getting beat, America. The Steelers are getting beat. They're not going to be undefeated. James Conner, you got him. You're going to start him. You're going to lose. Oh, come on. He's on my team. He's on one of my teams. You're going to have a tough week. So is Roethlisberger, man. Ben Roethlisberger, you got him. You're going to start him. 12 fantasy points. Juju Smith-Schuster, we're off your train. Deontay Johnson, you're the player, and no one's going to start you who's going to score a touchdown. You picked up Chase Claypool. You like his name. You like all these fun things he does, uh, plays a good brand of football. He like he no plays a great band of bass, too. And Dude, he's on my yeah, team, plays- too. You're trashing all my guys. What the fuck? And I'm not even looking at it. I'm just going, but I'm going, listen, man, I'm, this is the way it works in the sausage. You think we were playing in fantasy this week, but we're not. The, you accuse me of it either way. It's fine. The slate is clean and we're just telling what's going to happen. And I would uh, say that Eric Ebron might be the leading receiver for the Steelers this week. So, Another guy that I have, you're going, you're going through both of my teams. I got him and Mark Andrews, man. I don't I can't, even, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the way things are. Um, Eric Ebron will be the better tight end in this game. And if you need some love, I would start Eric Ebron. I look I look for the Ravens to score about 27 points if they can get three turnovers. And I think that's what's going to happen, which is going to suppress Ben's numbers. Um, there is every instance that Baltimore is winning this game and the Steelers drop. The Ravens stay behind, hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns, and the best uh, top three teams in the NFL in one division, sorry, NFC West, the best three teams in one division are right there, and they'll be challenging, and it'll be exciting, and uh, the rest of the football year is bright for those uh, for the competition, for people who like competition like myself. Oh, man. Now, I'm telling you, brother. I'm telling you, it's, um, it's just – she gets these things right, and I'm and I'm right this time. Okay. Let's see what Las Vegas has to say. Yeah. Let's see our friends in Las Vegas as we press a net. There's so many buttons, Mister. Can we do something about all these buttons in the world? Please? No. Sink so, or swim. There's so many. There's so many buttons. It doesn't uh, doesn't even want to help me here. Let's try this button. Nope. Couldn't tell you what's going on. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibasa? Duh, we're out of there? No, we got to wager on this because we, we have differing opinions of this game. Sure. You think Baltimore's going to win. Um, yes. And I think that Pittsburgh's going to win, and they're going to win big. They're going to crush Baltimore. So so we have we have both. I have one team saying they're going to get you know crushed the other, and you're doing just the opposite. I can't believe you're picking the sellers. So tell me what you got, Mr. Kibasa. Yeah, um, we're going to be in Baltimore, I think. Um, uh, no, we're in no, Pittsburgh. they're in Pittsburgh. Okay, they're they're in three. <laughs> and Whatever they call and Ben's going to get to eat turkey for like two or three days that he didn't think he was going to get to do. Mm, maybe he'll put on bigger. sixteen pounds before then. Yeah, <laughs> so that might work against him. But then again, he's he's too dumb to hurt. So all he has to do is take three steps back and just chuck it. 
and Les Claypool is going to run underneath it. And James Conner is going to have a better game than you think. So I'm definitely going that. And then we're in Pittsburgh. So I'll tell you what, we're going to have a turkey gravy pizza. And it's going to be about it's going to be about twenty a twenty inch, twenty inch. Who 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 who's going to make such a thing for us? I I got a guy. Oh okay okay. Turkey. Well, I'll tell you what. If you win, you could have that. And if I win, I want the same custom pizza with a nice with just a regular cheese pie. Yeah, and a cheese, pie. cheese pie. And a cheese. I want pie. a cheese pie. You can have your turkey gravy on a pizza. Other people call that. You don't you know, like anything rolls. on your pizza except cheese, right? Well, I can eat anything on a pizza, but I prefer cheese. Just plain. Nothing so wrong you call with that. It plain. But you, you know what the turkey pizza is, and, and I'm I'm surprised that more people haven't caught up with it. If you make it, what you do with the great fucking turkey pizza is you make the gravy, the sauce, and then you have you you put. Um, you haven't you have a thin you know a nice crust that's not too thick not too thin it can be on the thinner side but it doesn't even be a thin crust it's thicker than a thin crust then you take the gravy as a sauce and then you put like stuffing like it's a in a topping and then you put turkey like it's a topping and then you just we're cheese the fuck of, out of it and then you bake without, it without without the cheese we're talking what uncle henry did when he got off the couch yeah. with a dinner roll with definitely, a dinner roll. definitely with a dinner roll. Yeah, that's what you. Instead of a pizza crust, just put dinner rolls in a pan, or you know, just cut them in half and just start making your own little little sliders. Those are good too. Same ingredients. I want a cheese pizza. After all this turkey, I want a cheese pizza. Do you got? Do you I got a? Do you got a pea, cheese pea that delivers to your door down there? Negative. I have to drive uh, fourteen miles to get my pea. For a, seriously? Yes, sir. Holy crap! I didn't even know. I, that's that has to be wrong, man. Anyway. Place is called the Shore Shack. S H O R E Shack. Okay. Look it up. Make it yours. I think we found a new sponsor, Mr. Kabasa. And we're hey, we're sitting pretty at a <laughs> an hour and counting. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everybody. Happy week 12. And by the time you listen to this, if it's after Thanksgiving, again, just it's a Thanksgiving weekend. It's like birthdays. They last all week. So let's, let's, where are we going next, Mr. Kabam? All right, Michi, let's go through the slate of games starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. And on according to my calculations, that Pittsburgh game is going to start at 1.15 Eastern. So I guess maybe that's what you said, but you said it terms of different time zone i did because i am in a different time zone you know i'm in a wacky time and right now you, you don't believe that the whole nation has to be oppressed by the bias of the eastern time zone uh, even though we're the best time zone in america you have uh you have your opinion i have mine where are we going next Mr. where are we going next Michi? we might get out of here by tomorrow <laughs> Hey, uh, Johnny, that uh, seven-layer salad is not going to make it itself, and uh, you still gotta you gotta peel those hard-boiled eggs. You gotta make that bacon. You gotta cut everything up. You gotta get that mayonnaise out. You gotta get Captain Lou out. It, it's about time you ask yourself right now, Mister Boston, what would Dion Sanders do? Oh, he would get to work. He'd get focused right now. 
Here we go. And he'd also have an army of support staff that would make all that shit for him, so he wouldn't even have to worry about the seven layers out. Wow, that's not what he says on the subway commercials. So this turkey pizza thing, it's almost worth making some bomb-ass stuffing for. Mozzarella. I'm thinking mozzarella and or provolone. You see, the thing about about stuffing with the turkey and the gravy is the cheese can be like one thing too many in that particular combination of food. However, if you would say you had a nice cheddar, nice, nice little bit oh, of cheddar, you want sure. to shred it a little bit, a little cheddar on top of that might, might add a little bit. But if you make the stuffing like my family, like Vichy makes the stuffing now, you would say, we'll save the cheese for some grilled cheese. Fair enough. Can you give us some traveling music? All right, everybody. (laughs) Let's go to Atlanta, Georgia, three days after, two days after Thanksgiving because, oh, gosh darn it, the Falcons just broke their winning streak, and now their losing streak is going to go from one to two as they welcome in the red-hot Las Vegas Raiders ready to make the playoffs because the Browns are going to let them in. Oh, gosh darn it. Raiders, Falcons, Michi. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. All right, I'm going to for three minutes, too. Atlanta Falcons, nine and seven starts now. And that sounds reasonable enough. Um, it sounds outrageous enough, actually. The Oakland Raiders lost the game they should have won. Derek Carr was your number four fantasy quarterback last week, something like that. And he's playing a good brand of football with Chucky. They're sitting six and four. This is a must win. And yet, I would expect the Atlanta Falcons to uh, actually make this a very tough game. If you got Carr on your in your lineup, twenty four plus fantasy points again. If that's enough for you, you got something better. Listen to the rest of this program. Twenty four points for Mr. Carr. Josh Jacob finds the end zone. Josh Jacob is a man this weekend. He's coming back to a place where he's played football. He's going to be very comfortable. He's a 17-plus point fantasy football score. That's 100 yards and a touchdown. Don't be surprised if Darren Waller finds the end zone not once. Shades of Tony Gonzalez okay, it's a, twice. It's about time you gave one of my players uh, some props. Jeez, you were against them the whole goddamn time until now. Okay. And you're always twice. you're usually rooting against Darren Waller, so it's odd that you would do that. You're there is in 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 this particular game against the Atlanta Falcons, Darren Waller will be the top receiver. Um, you may have a couple. You may have Rugs. You may have Algalore. You may have Renfro. You may have Zay Jones. For all I care, not worth starting. Darren Waller is worth starting. Jacobs is worth starting. And I already told you what Derek Carr is going to do for the Atlanta Falcons. He's going to eat at Gurley. Alice's restaurant, motherfucker. Uh, I'll tell you what on Fourteenth Street. Um, Todd Gurley is the big play in this game. Um, the question of Julio Jones, is he playing, is important. The question of Calvin Ridley, is he playing, is important. The question of why Michi saw, said Jay, Hayden Hurst would be a top tight end last week and he got got zero, not a zip, should be on my mind, and it is. How are the Falcons going to be in this game? Todd Gurley, that's how. Todd They're Gurley, gonna, yeah. he's in in a PPR league, you would never say Todd Gurley's going to 
a running back you want. Todd Gurley's catching four passes. Todd Gurley's catching a pass and bringing it in the end zone. Todd Gurley is going to play like it is 2017 and be the dominant running back in fantasy football this week. Put him in, start him, have some fun. And the kicker, Young Kung Ku. Oh, Did I say that right? Young Ho Ku. There you go. My favorite he kicker. Is, uh, he's a 10-point scorer. He's I'm going to trade for Young Ho Ku, even though I've got the dude from Kansas City. That's how much no, I like not. this kid. Well, go, then go ahead. The trade deadline. And pass. a second rounder. Oh, okay. There you go. The idea that uh, three minutes are up says that the Falcons – have a couple fantasy players in this game. It says that Oakland is going to win this game, go seven and four, put pressure on the rest of the AFC as a wild card team, and uh, there'll be no Chick Fil A. And please check the status of the wide receivers because without that, Todd Gurley and the kicker are the only guys I'm trusting for the Falcons. Matt Ryan, single digit fantasy points last week. Are you joking? Are you kidding? He had a bad game, dude. He's he's had a, a a few bad games and Matt Ryan will get his 15 17 and if Julio plays you know you're going to start him so add 24 points to Matt Ryan's total and think about starting him but if you have other options Matt Ryan needs to be sitting on your bench every time every time you shit on Matt Ryan he throws for like 400 yards Every time I shit him on Matt Ryan, he throws for 400 yards, and I get two meat lovers pizzas delivered to my house. I know he's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Uses that as motivation. He goes, Mishy not loving on me. Mishy not believing. I'll show Mishy what's up. I love that in athletics, too, by the way. That's a great thing. Spite. Spite is uh, the second most powerful motivator on the face of the earth. What's the first one? We'll find out next week when you tune in <laughs> to Fantasy Football Ferocity Week 13, everybody. That's right. Go back and check out the video for Kisses I Was Made for Loving You. And you'll see a rock band that were so huge, all they had to do is stand in a studio and pretend they were playing. Gene Simmons' best baseline of his career. Underrated as a bass player, for sure. Gene Simmons, always in the pocket, always breaking it down, dude. Nothing fancy, but melodic. Surprisingly melodic. And I was made for loving you. That's what you want us to listen to, huh? That's your homework assignment, America. (laughs) While you're driving from Atlanta... Up to the ass crack of America, on the ass end of Lake Erie, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, sorry about your luck, Bills. You're not as good as everybody thought you were for a second, and they're all done with you by now. But they're welcoming in, oh, this kid just can't catch a break, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Buffalo Bills. Miss you. Let's talk about it for three minutes. I'm I'm setting the timer this time. Uh, good luck with that. Are you ready? I'm ready. America, are you ready? 253, 252, 251, 250. I got it, Spock. I got it. Stop the countdown. The idea that the Chargers are traveling all the way to Buffalo on a holiday weekend would frighten the heck out of me um, in a, in a straight-up bet sort of scenario. The idea that rookie quarterbacks are starting to drop like flies would frighten me when Justin Herbert walks into Buffalo this weekend. 
the Chargers got no shot. And I would be fearful of Mr. Herbert's health. And believe it or not, this kid, the MVP, not MVP, the rookie of the year, number one candidate, is going to underperform as he has never underperformed. And if you start Justin Herbert this week, America, you're losing. Period. They have, they will have nothing. As a consequence, Keenan Allen had his best game of the last two years last week. Thank you very much, Keenan Allen. You're still not, you're not a double-digit scorer this week. Mike Williams had a decent game, played some good ball, but I think the pressure is going to be on Justin Herbert like it never has been. And Hunter Henry, if you need a tight end, he's going to score you five fantasy points. Hunter Henry is your guy. Mike Badgley, the kicker, is going to be the leading fantasy scorer for this team. He's going to score like 12 points for your kicker. And that will be more than any other Charger will score in terms of fantasy football. Buffalo is going to put the heat on this kid. And I hope he has good insurance to, uh, anyway. On the other side, Josh Allen's going to dominate one more time. He's You got him. He is the quarterback to play. Devin Singletary will have his best game of the year. He's on a free agent wire in some places. Michi's telling you pick him up, start him. Michi's telling you top 10 running back in fantasy football this week. And the great Stefan Diggs. Can we say that? Yes, we can. The great Stefan Diggs will have 100 yards, a touchdown, maybe two. And the Buffalo Bill defense, to me, is a must-start because they will turn over Justin Herbert three times. And within that, the Bills very easily could be a touchdown maker. You got him on your roster. Don't think twice. It's all right. I hope you had your crayons out, America, because I'm 28 seconds early and I'm ready to move on. That's what's going to happen in Buffalo this weekend, Mr. Kibasa. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. Okay. You heard it here first. Coming in under the wire. We just enforced the three-minute rule for sure this time. So there we go. Well, you see, it's nice when, you know, I, I got my uh, nice when Michi pays attention every once in a while. But this game, to me, is clear and obvious. Um, the quarterback um, that everyone's loving, Mr. Herbert, is, uh, I, I, I'm, I'd be fearful for his health. Joe Burrow had the problem. He's out. Tua's got a wrist problem. He's not going to play. Um, and the next guy in line is Herbert. And I think Buffalo's the kind of team that could put a real hurting on this kid. I don't Herbert. wish anyone injury. I do not. I hate that. And I don't hate a lot of things, but I do hate that. And I'm not seeing anything good fantasy football wise from the Los Angeles chargers this week. Put Herbert in. You're going to lose. Just... Where are we going next? Mr. Cobasa. <laughs> you're angry about that. Justin Herbert, don't call me <laughs> don't call me Bobby A Bear, even though our names are spelled the same and even though we're gonna having parallel careers. Hot rookie season wow. and then you fade wow. in. Bobby A Bear. Oh, do you want that USFL that? contract, Bobby? I don't know if you should do that or not, but maybe you should think about it. And after that, we're gonna drive around the rim the southern rim of lake erie and head down south to ugly town usa northern kentucky for the cincinnati Bengals. oh man I hate to see joe joe burrow was good man i know he played for cincinnati but it's just a shame seeing what happened to him meanwhile 
a team that everybody wrote off early in the year has now got their sights on winning a divisional championship. Can you believe it, Mishy? New York believe. Giants, Cincinnati Bengals. Believe. Oh, so much ugly in this game. Where do we even start? I know where we we'll start. We'll start ugly. by talking about it for three minutes. All right, people, America, the crayons, put them down. This will be the fastest three minutes because it won't take three minutes. Without Joe Burrow, there is no fantasy love to the Cincinnati Bengals. And I'll tell you what, it's going to cost me hard. Tyler Boyd has been a stud for me. T. Higgins was a real find for other people. And Randy Bullock may have cost you a game or two, but he also won you a game or two. is hurt double check yourselves everybody if he's going to be in the game because if he is and you're desperate put geo in the game i have benched tyler boyd and i highly recommend everyone do the same and i know that's hard to imagine even in a ppr format and i hope i'm wrong but i don't think i will be and and the cincinnati is in huge trouble in this game The New York football giants uh, want to win a division. We spent a little bit of time uh, talking about them last week. Why not us? They won a nice game. Daniel Jones is a fantasy starter this week. What? Believe you me, 24 plus fantasy points could be and will be a top 10 guy. You picked up Wayne Gallman. What are you going to do? You're going to start him. Oh, Jesus. And you're going to start him. Darius Slayton has the potential to be a top 15 wide receiver. Hasn't seen that, but against this Cincinnati team, in all sincerity, I would put Slayton in the lineup. And as much as Evan Ingram has broken my heart this year and dropped balls and, and that he should have caught. And if he is available, pick him up and start him top three fantasy tight end this week daniel jones plus 24 i'm gonna up that plus 28 new york football giants have a fairly good defense and you want a surprise starter don't be so surprised that the giants i can't believe i'm saying this again double digits potential for a touchdown the new york football giants are going into cincinnati and dominating dominating this game and that will pretty much keep everybody at bay in the nfc least where the cowboys are going to win and go four and seven the giants are going to win and go four and seven and we'll speak about the team at the top of the heap in a minute but there's going to be a new shakeup here in the nfc and the giants will take care of their business fancy's a lot of fantasy love for daniel jones this week america mr cabasa a lot I'm not going to argue uh, with you, except now I'm going to argue in, with you. Well, because, you know, it's you can if you want to, but the the idea that the Giants are going to take care of their business, the idea that they've solidified some of their franchises, their head coach is putting his stamp down. Daniel Jones is maturing. I said it a week or two ago that he'll have his best game of a career a couple weeks ago. He's going to have another great game. Giants are taking care of their business against a thoroughly depleted Who's my quarterback now? No fantasy love anywhere. Cincinnati Bengals. Where are we going next? That's all I need to hear about. Get me the heck out of Kentucky. Please. But we don't have to go far because right up the road is Indianapolis, Indiana. 
And they're the home of the Colts. And they're hosting the Tennessee Titans, Michi. This seems like it's going to have a battle. Slobber knocker, bloodthirsty, bloodletting terror. Context of the whole thing. This is a. Colts, this is for first Tennessee. place. This is for first place in and the this AFC is for three South. Minutes. Yeah, three minutes is good. This is for first place in the AFC South. And people, don't don't get upset. Don't get upset. Put your crayons down one more time. The pro game matters, then fantasy football matters. Okay? This game's for first place, and this is going to be a, a tremendous game, one worth watching. In Tennessee, you have seen Ryan Tannehill play some decent football. They're going to be playing against a good defense. Ryan Tannehill will rise to the occasion. A top 10 guy? Yes. Derrick Henry is going to find the end zone this week. I promise you. Not like he dominated the last play of the game last week. He's going to dominate all game long. Derrick Henry, a top three running back. Of course you're playing him. Of course. Um, Of course you are. You know, he's the only running back in 2020 who showed up. In, in terms of your top five running backs. Now you can say that about the guy in Minnesota too. And I can appreciate that. So there's two guys who have showed up from your draft as running backs, AJ Brown. If you did not watch the Tennessee game last week, AJ Brown was a beast, like the biggest beast at wide receiver. I have seen in a long time, could not tackle him. Couldn't even try to tackle him. Touchdown maker, touchdown maker, touchdown maker. You got him. You got to start him, and you're going to be happy about it. And Goskowski as a kicker is going to get you seven fantasy points. If that appeals to you, more power to you. Hey. In so, in, and I think Tennessee is in this game to win this game. I really do. I have apologized previously for uh, to Philip Rivers because I'm thinking like, no, Philip, no, Philip, no, Philip, and I've been wrong. Um, Jonathan Taylor, and what I mean to say by that, Mr. Kibasa, is you got Phillip Rivers, you're going to start him. He's going to have that kind of game. He has a great rapport with a young man named Michael Pittman, who is somehow still on other, uh, still on people's waiver wires. Find Michael Pittman, please. If anything I said to you tonight, Mr. Kibasa, makes sense, see if Michael Pittman is available in any of your leagues. All because right. he's a He's a player. He's a touchdown maker. I can't and, believe he's still playing. Well, how about that? And Jonathan Taylor, the guy I've been talking about all year, had a, his best fantasy football game of his career, um, 15 to 17 points. Had a depends on your format. I think it was 13 to 17 points, depending on your format. Had a touchdown called back, and it shouldn't have been called back. Jonathan Taylor is in my lineup again this week. And I'm looking for him to actually have a, a, a huge game. This game is a 28, huge, 28-28. The kicker out there is uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. Your 401k. Fantasy, there you go. 14 fantasy points last week, number one in fantasy football. He is, going, he is going to kick the game winner in Indianapolis to make it, it's either going to be 31 or 34. And if it's 34, Blankenship has scored three plus four, seven, ooh, three plus four is only seven fantasy points. Um, I'm going to overlook it. I'm starting them anyway. I think this is going to be a barn burner. Phillip Rivers, 25 plus fantasy points. Yes or no? Wait I'm a say, second. 
I'm going to say no. no. Oh, I was, for a second, I thought you were going to go crazy on me. If you would have said yes, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. No, I'm going to say no, and I could be wrong, Mr. Kielbasa. You I got would another start kid on the way? Um, Philip Rivers, no, it's the year of the COVID. They're sleeping in separate rooms. Oh. There's too many children in the house. He can't afford to get sick. He's making $27 million a year. Are you hey, kidding oh. me? Tuh. Hey, oh, is right. Those kids are in Southern California where it's nice and warm, and he's in Indianapolis in his minivan or whatever the heck he sleeps in. I don't know where they sleep in Indianapolis. They sleep <laughs> they sleep in big trucks sometimes. Yeah, well, sleeper cabins of the semis. That's the one. That's the one. Now, if we're in Indianapolis, and I'm calling for a good game, and we spoke about the fantasy love, can we get in the uh, Cabasa Mobile and go due north? Yeah, let's do that. Where are we go, going? We're going straight up. Was that I? Is that fifty-five that goes up there? Uh, I I just drove on a road. I don't remember. Sixty-five. What? Something. Like I don't know. I don't know. I was driving very fast. That's all I know. And it is, is it? It's a straight shot too. Right? Oh heck no! It's curvy and there's oh, farms and yeah, and it, and it makes going hundred miles an hour great fun. Ah, okay. Well, hey, we got a long way to go here, and we're gonna and you can get there going straight miles up an hour. north. The Minnesota Vikings and the Carolina Panthers, Michigan. We're going to talk about this one for three minutes and not a second longer. Well, the the news in Carolina is quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. The news in Carolina that uh, Christian McCaffrey, everyone's number one pick, is not going to play. Uh, um, The idea that Carolina had a great game last week, and they did, they shut out Detroit. The idea that they're going to go back to back and go to Minnesota and do that is possible. DJ Moore, he's on your team. He's a must start. You betcha. Robbie Anderson was saved your bacon. I like saying that, by the way, America. <laughs> saved your bacon um, it, through the first seven or eight weeks is not, is not the answer. Curtis Samuel is a touchdown maker in this game. Mike Davis is save your bacon. Going to play a very nice game against Minnesota. This game is going to go fast. I think this is going to be a, over before the rest of the games. What does that mean? Lots of runs, lots of running time, um, a more civilized pro game without all the commercials. In Minnesota, Kirk Cousins shows up. Yes, he does. Is he going to score more than 20 fantasy points? No, he's not. Delvin Cook show, people. Of course, the next best running back, him and Mr. Henry is your must start. Adam Thielen, do you know or not know, tested positive for the COVID once this week, took another test and tested negative. What's that mean, Calvin? Alvin, Adam Thielen is a must start. And for the sake of argument, people, I'm starting Kyle Rudolph as a really surprised touchdown maker, 40 yards, 11 fantasy points from your tight end, which is about the most that I, we've seen so far on this program. I can see 20 points scored for the winning team, 17 points scored for the losing team. And basically this is an NFC game that you're only going to watch if you're a fan of Carolina, or if you live like my cousin does a quarter mile from the Minnesota Vikings stadium. And I know he stands out there kind of hoping to get a ticket and he's not going to be allowed in, but that's just the way it goes. Um, Kirk Cousins, no love again. Delvin Cook, yes, love. Adam Thielen love and Kyle Rudolph love um, fast and furious down and dirty. That's two and a half minutes. And, and that's, 
everyone better have had their crayons out because that's the only love in this game, fantasy football-wise, Mr. Kamasa. Right. All right. Now we make up time, and that was the Vikings and the Panthers. But, oh, here's another interesting game that's still happening at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Oh, can you imagine 1 o'clock on Sunday? That's so far away from now. You got Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving and the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Black yeah. Friday, you know, giving Saturday and all Mr. that Kibasa. stuff. hey Holiday season begins. Uh, Wear a mask. It's the shittiest time of the year. When there's people pretending that they like all these people that they just really hate, but who cares what they say? Because we're going to New England and Foxborough, and the Foxborough Patriots are going to be welcoming the Arizona Cardinals with that guy, Kyle Mary. Sounds like he's from Salty, but he's really on the Cardinals. Yeah. Everybody thinks that, that Cam's the man now that he won one game, but we'll see about that. We still got the hoodie, eh? Yeah. Cardinals, Patriots, three minutes and not a second more. Starting now. Um, Kyler Murray may or may not be hurt, Mr. Kabasin. Uh, he has an eight he has an eighteen joint in his throwing shoulder that's that quite frankly, it's going to take uh, a little bit of lubrication to get him through this game. Fortunately, the New England Patriots are fairly inept right now. Kenyon Drake is on your team. You kept him. You kept him around. Start him. He's going to be uh, top 10 running back. Um, he's going to put the ball in the end zone. Chase Edmonds, you had him as a, as a uh, protection against Kenyon Drake. Scored a touchdown last week. Keep him on your roster. If you're in a complete pinch, go ahead and put him in your lineup. He very well could be a double-digit scorer as well. If you can't get the gist of this, Arizona's going to find a little identity, and they're going to beat the Patriots, but I digress. DeAndre Hopkins is going to dominate this game. Double-digit catches, triple-digit yardage, single-digit touchdowns. Thank you very much, but... He is going to be a dominant player. You draft him for a reason, and this is a game he's going to prove it. Um, I don't care what the weather is. Um, I'm not starting any kicker in Foxborough this time of year. And as far as the New England Patriots go, they have uh, they have some issues. Candy Cam Cam couldn't win a game last week, had a decent fantasy performance. Are you trusting him in your starting lineup? America, I am here to tell you, if you got Justin Herbert, and Cam Newton on your team, Cam Newton is the man you're starting this week. That's all I want to tell you. Damian Harris, you were smart enough to pick him up. Thank you for listening. Hey, Put yo. him in your lineup. Jacoby and Myers, how about that? And a kid named Demiri Bird, Demiri Bird, leading wide receiver in standard format last week. What? No one has him. Leading wide receiver in standard formats last week. No one's heard of him before this, and I'm because I've been stuck on Jacoby and Myers. The uh, idea that I am playing Jacoby Myers, if I can, if I had Tyler Boyd, I'm putting in Jacoby Myers. I got any, I'm, I got Justin Herbert, I'm playing Cam Newton, and I must start Damian Harris in this game. As you know, Rex Burkhead is done for the year. A number of other guys are done for the year. Sony Michelle, Sony Mitchell, 
You should not have come back from your injury. Oh. You're a non-entity. It is the Damian Harris show. He's the only man where I would start with confidence on the New England Patriots. And based on all these things that we just said, Mr. Kilbasa, Arizona is going to come in and continue the misery for the formerly great New England Patriots. And Arizona's winning this game. And just the way I described it, that's it. Bada bing, bada boom. What do you boom. think? You uh, give me the bada bing, bada boom, but what do you think about that, Mr. Uh, well, I, I think that you don't know which New England Patriots team you're going to get from week to week. Well, that's why Michi just told you. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Arizona, seem, every time they seem like they're going to win – uh, a lot of games, they take one step forward and two steps back. So, Well, they got a little banged up at the quarterback, but this is a must-win game for their very competitive NFC West. And they will take a West Coast team traveling east for a noontime game that's not named Seattle can be risky. Read that right, Las Vegas. Oh. But in in this game, in this game, Arizona will be prepared, and they have too much firepower for the New England Patriots to stop. And Kenyon Drake is the big star of the show. DeAndre Hopkins is the big star of the show. And where are we going next, Captain? What, what, why did my mouse stop working? Well, because it's a universal mouse and it's on the wrong screen. There we go. It's a multi-use. I like clicking about. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Where are we going now? The quest for... Mm, infamy continues in your former backyard, Michi. Oh, the <laughs> NFC East showdown with a team on the rise and a team plummeting down to the depths of the River Sticks, Michi. Your own oh, fucking true. 10 Jets hosting the Dolphins, and the Dolphins left the go party in New York. Too bad they won't be able to this time, but. AFC East matchup. Oh, how much do you want Trevor Trevor Burbage from Clemson University next year, Michigan? I think I wonder what the magic number is for the Jets to get the number one pick, Michigan. Let's talk about it for three minutes. The uh, we can put this on a timer too because it's there's some necessary things. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals have two wins. And the Jets have zero wins. And Cincinnati's not drafting the quarterback. Cincinnati so, has three wins. Uh, Cincinnati has two, one tie. And uh, I believe I'm correct on that. Let me press the oh, button. Oh, you're here. right. Two, seven, and one. My bad. Thank you. Thank you. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. America's commissioner for a reason, dear mission. Uh, I'm the trying news- to do the... the- crowbar that in like a, like I knew the right answer. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Right <laughs> Listen, Mr. Gabasi, you're playing winning, winning fantasy football, so you're good to go. Michi scuffling, and that's rough, just the way By the way, I was 0-2 last week. I had a rough week. Lost on Monday night in both of those games. It's too bad. It's too bad. You, you know, that Thursday to Monday night drama, that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, that's five days of fantasy football drama. I mean, you can't get that anywhere else but fantasy football. The news out of Miami is Tua has a problem in his throwing thumb and is throwing something in his throwing hand. Because it's been up Fitzpatrick's ace. 
this very well could be a fit magic kind of ball game. If you're in a pinch and you got, say, for instance, you listened to the earlier part of this program and uh, you're still listening. Thank you. Hello. That How you doing? If, if Ryan Fitzpatrick is, is named the starter in this game, I would start him over the over Herbert from San Diego. That's wow. all I want to tell you. So keep uh, keep attention to that. There could be some really good uh, really good fantasy football surprises in this game. If Fitzpatrick plays, I'm starting him. If Tua plays, I'm not sure what to say. I would not start Tua in this game. The uh, our favorite Frenchman, Salvan Ahmed. Ah, Monsieur. Is, yes, is is somehow is somehow fantasy football relevant? It's because there's no one behind him. He touches the ball quite a bit. With 15 touches, he's a must start. And if you picked him up, congratulations. Devontae Parker is a player that I'm starting this week, Mr. Kilbasa. Had a great game last week. Helped me win a ball game. And I didn't in the league I have him in. And I'm I'm feeling a lot of love to put him back in. We call for Mike Gusecki every week to show some fantasy football love. I'm asking you. Ugh. Mr. Kilbasa, uh, is Mike Gusecki fantasy football valid against the team from the New York Football Jets this uh, week? Oh, I, I wish I could say yes, but no. Uh, you see, you're wrong again because the Jets can't stop a cold, and Gusecki is a must start. The idea that if, if Tua plays, he will run a touchdown, run for a touchdown. The idea is that if if Ryan Fitzpatrick plays, he too will run for a touchdown. But I would start uh I would start Fitzmagic if somehow, some way he gets called into service. Because we all know Fitzpatrick has a way of getting hot for three or four games at a time. And the Miami Dolphins could sure go for a dose of that. We'll see. And I know I'm out of time, but I want to say this. Sam Darnold probably won't play. It will be the Joe Flacco show. Frank Gore is the starting running back and the only healthy running back that started the season with his 0-10 team. And Frank Gore said this week, he said, there is no way we're going 0-16. <laughs> and, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So Frank Gore is sitting on your bench. Plug him in this week. Touchdown maker. 75-plus wow. yards. He's going to perform like a leader, like a, I'll use the word warrior. He's going to have a great game. Um, and with Sam Darnold in the lineup, um, Jameson Crowder is not your guy. Perryman's not your guy. Mims is not your guy. I got no recommendations on any other skill player from fantasy football skill player other than shocking the world and saying Frank Gore is going to be a top, top five running back in fantasy football this week. And that doesn't happen very often, but through the strength of his will and the experience and the determination that he showed, he's going to tote the rock over 20 plus times. And that is going to be enough to make him more than fantasy football valid. That's enough to send your cards and letters to Michigan saying, here's your Christmas present. Cause you just saved my bacon with Frank Gore taking care of business against the Miami Dolphins. He will, uh, I just can't believe I'm saying this, but Miami's going to come in and take care of the business against the O for Jets. And they're going to keep their coach. They're going to keep everything that they do 
to lose football games, and it's ugly and it's apparent. Mm. You know when the Jets are going to win a football game this year, Mr. Kobasa? Um, no, dude, I don't. <laughs> Can you tell me? Yeah, they're going to beat the Cleveland Browns in week oh, 16. Oh. <laughs> when they have secured the first-round pick, after they have secured the first-round pick, they will win a ball game. Oh, right. And the Browns need if they if they lose, they not they don't make the playoffs. If they win, they're in. And the Jets fucking up. take a up. dump all over the year. It's set up for that to happen, Mr. Kielbasa. America, you heard it here first. Collision course. We were supposed to be playing in the AFC Championship game, but we're gonna play in the fucking spoiler game of the year. Fuck. I. You, oh man, that's so gonna happen. But we've seen enough of that. But speaking of those Cleveland Browns, America's team, they're headed on down to Jacksonville where they can't decide who they want to play quarterback. But they are pretty sure that they suck too. So they're in the Justin Turner Derby, I think, for the number two pick. But Cleveland Browns, seven and three, Michi. Ugly seven and three is still seven and three. And we are a game ahead of the Ravens. In the playoff race, and the Ravens are going to lose, and the Browns are going to win, and then kabam, kabam, kaboom, the magic number is going to be three. Mishy, what do you think about the Browns and the Jaguars? Let's hear it from uh, three the minutes. Jag- the Jaguars have one win, and uh, they are the competition, prime competition for the Jets for the number one pick. Um, the Jaguars, uh, Minshew is allegedly healthy enough to get back on the field the question is, is he going to play? Probably not. Jake Luton's not going to play. Mike Glennon, G-L-E-N-N-O-N, who hasn't played Owen. in like four four seasons, is getting the starting nod in Jacksonville. Um, that depreciates the value of DJ Chark, Keenan Cole, Tyler Eifert, even James O'Shaughnessy, because Mike Jeez. Glennon is going to throw the ball to the one valued player, my NFL Rookie of the Year, undrafted James Robinson, is the only fantasy love in Jacksonville this week. Because James Robinson has shown himself, to, you know, talk about save your fantasy bacon. He's been scuffling a little bit, but I have yet to take him out of my starting lineup. Wow. Raise your hands, America, if that's you. Like this kid. Nobody. I like the way he plays ball. And I am keeping him in my lineup. And you're three and bro- seven. <laughs> that's okay that's okay listen i've i've lost four games in a row i've lost i believe five out of the last six so sometimes listen that's a very competitive league we play in and you're you're coaching from your gut yeah i'm having a good time doing it it's the year of the covid you know i'm doing i'm doing you know i draft these guys we did this months ago um and if it's again i'm playing with a bunch of competitive players and speaking of competitive players mr kibasa yeah which, which running back, Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, is going to be the first guy to rush for 120 yards in this game for the Cleveland Browns? Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt, I, you know, he's great, but, man, he runs straight up and down. And he, it's like he's trying to, he's trying as hard as he can to run straight up and down. He doesn't bend up. Like, Nick Chubb is always in perfect position for every step that he takes. He's down low. You can barely even see him 
That's why he keeps running around people and running over people. But Kareem just doesn't care. He's like, I'm running straight up and down, and if you give me one inch, I'm going to take it, and I don't care if I'm going to try to yeah. to jump over you into the end zone. I don't care. I'm like he did last here. week. Yeah. Like he did last week. That, that was a tremendous touchdown last week. And Kareem on just as soon run you over. In this particular game, both running backs absolutely positively fantasy valid. Cleveland may run the ball 37 to 40 times in this game. It's it's incredible because they're just going to pile drive the um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Baker Mayfield, um, for all of you who forgot, is the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield is a touchdown thrower. The question to you is, is it Hollywood Higgins? Is Javaris Landry going to get some love? Or is Hoopa going to drive the boat? Oh, who, is, who is Mayfield throwing his touchdown to for the Cleveland Browns this week? Um, uh, uh, Hollywood Higgins. Hollywood Higgins. Hollywood right. Higgins. So there you go. No one's picked him up. No one's starting him. No one's starting Baker Mayfield because the running backs are the show. Last week, the Cleveland Brown defense on this particular program, I was hedging. If the Cleveland Brown defense was a touchdown maker, I should have not hedged. They were the dominant football team in fantasy Seven football and last three, week. Michy. Seven and three, Michi. 28 fantasy points for the Cleveland Brown defense last week. Fantastic. If you got them, start them. If you have, if no one's picked them up, you're in a crappy league. Change leagues next year. The uh, the idea that the Cleveland Browns dominate time of possession is is no question. The idea that they can score 30 plus points by running the ball is going to be completely impressive and reminiscent of an early Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, Mercury Morris style Miami Dolphin team. The Cleveland Browns are going to kick butt. And the idea that both of their running backs are top 10 guys is easy. And I'm going to make a little side wager with you here, Mr. Cabal. Okay. Right here, right, right now. Let's do it. Uh, and my man, Kareem Hunt, outpoints standard scoring in the PSL paid, outpoints your man, Nick Chubb, this week in fantasy football. All right. You're on. You're, you're definitely on. And uh, for this. Oof, oof. You know what I want? I want some sausage and I want some pierogies and I want some onions and then I want some cheesecake. Yeah, you're going to go to an Italian bakery and it's, so it's going to be a $200 tab at uh um the Ita- Italian bake Michael's Italian bakery in in Parma. Okay. Oh, we're going to Parma? Yeah. Oh, we could eat there. So let's say let's say we'll put two hundred dollars aside and we'll decide as we as we as we cruise the uh, restaurant uh, region over there. But what no, I'm, I'm really sorry, Gentile is not Michael. Gentile's Gentile. That's okay. They're, they're, they're right. You know. Yeah. Listen, you know we may stop by Michael's first and then go to the other one. We're just going to have a food festival. Michael's has the the greatest pepperoni roll you've ever seen, but then Gentile's has everything else. So. Well, there you go. Then yeah. we'll call up our man Drew Carey, put him on the video phone, and Dude, they got there. We'll sa- have our winter clothes on, and we're good. Missy, they got these sandwiches that they make the buns out of pizza dough, and they got great pizza there, too. So they make the buns out of the pizza mm. dough. Oh, and you have whatever you want on the sandwich, and they cook it in the pizza oven. Oh, and then they've got a little uh, 
what do you call that ice cream goo that they have over there? Um, gelato. Gelato. They got a full gelato bar in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've got and, this imported provolone. Oh, it's like thirteen bucks a pound, but it's worth like, every no, fucking I like penny. I, I like that. I like that quite a bit. The, um, the Cleveland Browns go to eight and three. And everyone oh else God, is in I don't your... know. I like the sound of that, Mishy. I like the sound of eight and three. Oh, you were crying in the beginning of the year. Please. I know. The, hey. The I'm seven and three now, though. So let's just reset for your mood. The AFC North in week 12. Steelers lose. Browns win. Ravens win. And Mr. Kilbasa, yeah, the division, the division crown, and a home game in front of nobody in January is on the table for this Cleveland Brown team. Okay. Okay. I like I like Pittsburgh's defense, but uh, I think their offense is is going to uh, is going to take a beating this week. I think Big Ben is going to take a beating this week, and I'm really liking a uh, super ending to the uh, season and the seasonal standings in the AFC North. So here we are. We're in Jacksonville. The weather's nice. And that's the 1 o'clock games, Mr. Cabasa. What do you think? We got any 3 o'clock games we can talk about? Oh, I hope there's a few that we can talk about because we've got a full slate of football. We've got so much ahead of us. It's just cool. And you know what Fantastic. we're going to do? Yeah, let's, uh, let's dedicate this to... One of the greatest human beings that ever walked the face of the earth, Diego Maradona. Rest in peace, bro. Got that right. Got that right. I'm not going to say another thing. I'm not going to say another thing. The greatest of all, arguably the, the greatest of all time. Take a moment, America. Let's ask uh, Lionel Messi what it's like to grow up in the shadow of Diego Maradona. But <laughs> Messi doesn't live in anybody's shadow that's the thing gosh Mishy, we, got boy, so, we got so much the, to do the, here the guy the guy wore the light blue and the white stripes was a big roly-poly representative of a citizen of the world an animal and a citizen of the world there you go one of the hardiest hardest partiers ever he he got in with the mob he did mountains of cocaine he you know he had he got married young but who knows what everything that he did but he was going crazy in southern italy in the 80s when there was no rules and there was no rules in fashion either but he won a couple he was the luckiest dude in the world too Won a couple World Cups. In, in, hand of God was that the name of the goal yeah. he scored? Or he cheated the, from the hand. Of, yeah, he of cheated. Course, but he got the job done, he and did. there was no instant replay. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, if you, you if you view it from a distant distant camera that shot, you don't see it. But uh, there's only there's like one or two angles when they show it to you, slow motion. He gets that hand up there like. <laughs> I know some uh, I know some Argentinian people, lovely people, and watching they call it football, and watching football with them is how you really want to experience watching World Cup soccer. They're nuts. They're nuts. There were parts where I was watching that game. It was it was like an eruption when when they won the World Cup back then. That was like thirty forty years ago, was it not, Mister Kobasa? I think it was eighty six. Eighty six. Okay, there you go. 
There you go. And very rarely, America, will we talk, well, I even consider soccer, but there are certain people, um, athletes that we recognize that just do amazing things. And uh, Maradona was one of those men. Where are we going next, Mr. Kobasa? Bada bing, bada boom. This is taking forever, but we're having a good time here in the Sausage Chart on Fantasy. Everybody. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, everybody. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. We know, listen, Mr. Kabasa, listen. Yeah. We know people are not seeing their family, so they're doing some isolation. And this is the most interaction from friendly people talking about things we like that they're going to have. This is this is amazing. And if you're sitting there when Uncle Henry's sitting on the couch sound asleep and you don't want to see the rest of the group do their thing because you're tired of, I can't believe I'm with my family in the year of the COVID, any year really, you're putting on this broadcast, this production, this fantasy football ferocity, and you're saying, huh, what a great holiday. These boys are having fun and I'm joining right in there with them. But it takes the ball it takes people. That's what I'm talking about. Roll it over once, maybe twice. Yeah, <laughs> we got the Jets taken care of. We got the Browns taken care of. We've got the Steelers taken care of. Oh, and we're, looks like the Butcher decides she ain't coming in tonight. But so let's talk about those Broncos and the Saints. Saints at the Broncos, the 405 game, one of only three four o'clock games. So you're going to have to watch one of these probably depending on where you're at. Michi Broncos Saints. Oh, the Saints. Oh, the Broncos. What can you say about either of them? Let's say something for three three minutes. I'm going to press the button. Last week, we implored the world to pick up Taysom Hill as a tight end if he was available in those leagues. It's an ESPN league and some other minor league. Why you're in that league, I don't know. But Taysom Hill has had his status uh, universally cemented as a quarterback. So your tight end love and your winning tight end play of last week is gone. Just so we all know these things. Um, this week against the Denver Broncos, Mr. Cabasa, I'm asking you, is this lightning in a bottle with Taysom Hill or is this fool's gold up in Denver in altitude this week? He's What's good. Your he's good for the rest of the year. Next year, they'll have them all figured out. But this year, he's good. He's just like Baker Mayfield's rookie year. How about year. Tim was... Tebow? How about Tim? more like Tim Tebow? Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And I um and what Mr. Kibasa just said about this year he's good to go. Next year you figure out America. That's why you know that's that's why we're on the sausage hut with the fantasy football ferocity. Alvin Kamara is a must start. I am not starting Taysom Hill this week. I'm just not. Mr. Kamara is going to dominate. Um, Michael Thomas for all his attitude and for all his craziness is a top receiver and Denver can't control a top receiver. Any love that Taysom Hill gets is going directly to Michael Thomas. There you go. And, and I'm saying, and I'm suggesting, not just suggesting, I'm saying people that Mr. Thomas is going to run a touchdown in the sweep play, the jet sweep, whatever they happen to call it, that would normally go to Traquan Smith. He's going to Michael Thomas. They're going to make sure that you get fantasy love from Michael Thomas this week. As a consequence, I'm just starting the big guns. And because they're playing in altitude, the young man named Will Lutz. How you doing, Will Lutz? Hey, Willie. Hey. about you. Come on, man. Willie Will Putz. Lutz is, what are you doing? Will, Will Lutz is going to kick four or five field goals in this game. Because wow. Alvin Kamara is going to get his touchdown. 
Michael Thomas might get two, and the Saints are going to eat up the Butch's pride and joy, the Denver Broncos. Drew Locke is a little bit beat up on their side. Did he have a good game last week? No, he was awful in fantasy football. As a consequence, Tim Patrick, you picked him up, no bueno. No Jerry bueno. Drudy, you picked you picked him up, no bueno. No bueno. Noah Fant, Noah Fant, no bueno. Kate no Pacina, bueno. Noah, no, Noah Fant. Melvin Gordon is such a, a touchdown dependent fantasy maker that, in my opinion, both he and Philip Lindsay will carry the show and be the only fantasy love that I'm giving to the Denver Broncos with exception of the kicker because Mr. McManus and attitude is going to kick three field goals might get an extra point and that's 10 fantasy points. That's good for top five. You can win some or surprise some people and win a game by a point or two when you pick the right kicker. Yeah. Uh. Uh. And new Orleans is playing outside and they're playing in uh, Denver, Colorado in altitude and it's not going to matter. New Orleans take care of their business. Uh, people are going to be, you know, crying about Drew Locke, all this. Well, Drew Locke's still kind of banged up. You're going to give this kid a break. Mr. Kabas, can I say something right now? Yeah. As I like, I haven't been. All these pundits who are listening to this program, I want to Fuck say this the to pundits. them. No, they're listening, so I want to say this to them. Lay off the rookie quarterback. Lay off they're, not, they're, not, they're not busts after five games. Lay off them. Lay Let off them grow. Them. Let them do the thing. Now, in fantasy football, that's where we're critical. That's where we say, Drew Locke, I'm keeping you on my roster, but you ain't playing this week. That's the difference in the world, Mr. Kibasa. Now, in, in can we stop by the uh, parentage and lineage of the vegetarian butcher? Maybe pick up something while we're in Denver and then get the heck out of Dodge? What do you think? Yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do here. That's what we do there. So let's go on down the road, over the road, through the road, over the mountains of the grandmother's house on the sleigh that we haven't ridden since 1888. Oh, yeah. Don't miss the sleigh days at all, man. Well, you know, back in the day, that's how we got around in the winter. Michi's Los Angeles Rams, the team of the year. They're they're shutting everybody up. That's all they do is shut people up right now against yeah. a team that can't say anything anymore, the San Francisco. Not 49ers, more like 29ers because they're not doing too well. But, Michi, let's talk about Rams, Niners. Always a fun game because it's the sure. battle of I-1 or whatever it is. Let's talk about it for three minutes. I think uh, Interstate 1 is on the East Coast. That's what I think. 99. The, Ram, the Rams 7-3 uh, and three doing their thing. The 49ers 4-6 and six getting healthy. And I just pressed the button for three minutes, Mr. Kavasa. So there you go. Uh, in San Francisco. At 241. Raheem, there you go. Raheem Mozart. And I like calling him Mozart. But his name is Mozart. Yeah. He came back. And if you're desperate, you're going to play him. You're going to be disappointed. Um, to understand that Nick Mullins is one more time going to be the starting quarterback. And Debo Samuel is coming back from injury. Brandon Ayuk, the nice rookie, is on the COVID list. And we wish him well, by the way. Nothing but the um, best. No, oh, man. Seriously. George Kittle's on the IR. Ross Dwilly is... Listen, what I'm trying to tell you is that the Rams want and need 
to win this game at home and San Francisco is not healthy enough. You want to take a flyer and take Nick Mullins? Go for it. You're going to be terribly disappointed. This is the Rams game to win. And for those Los Angeles Rams, how about Jared Goff last last time beating the old Chowder O'Brady? Three touchdowns, two interceptions, and getting the job done. They didn't run the ball. The Rams didn't run the ball more than 10 times, which is a very strange trend here in the year of COVID because we've seen this happening a few times. And the, they threw the ball over all over the yard. The wide receivers, um, um, Mr. Cup, and what's the other young man's name? The uh, other wide receiver out there? By the, yeah, Just Cooper, had, he had the game of the century last week. Best oh. game they ever had. No one, no one could tackle him in that game. And it's, it's amazing to me. Um, Robert Woods had more yardage in that game, but and had the touchdown if I'm if I remember correctly. Um, Van Jefferson, the rookie, was uh, got his other touchdown. But in this particular game, it's running back du jour. And last week we said Cam Akers was going to be a touchdown maker, and he certainly was. If for some reason Mr. Akers is still on the board, pick him up and plug him in this week. Is he is he a touchdown maker again? Michi's thinking so. Is he a 60-yard rusher in this game? Michi's thinking plus. So we're looking at 13 to 18 fantasy points from Cam Akers, and it's going to be a, a really nice performance. I would. I know I'm surprising people by saying this. Jared Goff, who's he throwing a touchdown to this week? He's throwing a touchdown this week to Gerald Everett. Is he on 99.9% of the free agent wires? Yes. You're going to pick him up? No. So have your fun, get your points with Mr. Cup, get your points with Robert Woods. Jared Goff is going to throw for 300 more yards. Um, you got them in your starting lineup. Take what you get from those wide receivers. But I think Cam Akers is going to be a big man in this ball game, And the Rams are going to handle their business, stay in first place. And the 49ers will still have question marks looking to get healthy. I love Debo Samuel of uh, the San Francisco 49ers as a player. He comes back healthy next year. He's going to be him and A.J. Brown are the two beasties that I'm looking to pick up. But for this week uh, in San Francisco, I don't see much love, Mr. Kavasa. Where are we going next after this Los Angeles game? Jim Michael Hasty, why is he taking up a space in my lineup? Oh, because I put him on the IR and it's a free space. Like I'm, he's going to come back and rush for 350 yards. And not, happening. not happening. Not happening. Not come happening. Not happening. Come on, Mitch. It's fucking Thanksgiving. A, cut me some slack here, bro. I'll cut you a piece of pie, but that's about it. Hell yeah. Michigan makes the best pie. And Tampa Bay makes the best pie on Sundays because <laughs> he's got a lot to prove. He's pissed off. The Buckaroonies are going to be, oh man, welcoming the champs to town at the 425 start. Everybody's going to be watching this game for at least the first quarter and a half before Kansas City shifts it into fourth gear and Tampa just decides to bag it up. Or will the old, old Tampa Bay come out and say, no, I'm going for 420 and three touchdowns. Mishy, let's talk about Tampa Bay and Kansas City for three minutes. Right now, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs will not be beat by anybody but the Kansas City Chiefs. Tom Brady, uh, too bad. 
you know, <laughs> there's something about that that spirit that says we're going to win this game. And it was on display at the end of the game, Kansas City Raider game last week. And it's impressive. And if you watched, as we all did, the Tampa Bay game against the Rams, their particular spirit was more like, uh, you know, offsides on the defense. Their particular spirit was false start on the O-line. Their particular spirit was a grumpy-ass 44-year-old with a hair color that looks kind of fake and eating vegetables and trying to sell them to America sort of grumpy. And people have been hammering on the GOAT. People have been hammering on Tom Brady. And in this particular game, Mr. Kielbasa, let's call shootout. Can we call shootout in this game? Oh, shootout alert. Let's call shootout. I got shootout. You got it. Oh, we got shootout alert. Oh, look out. We We got a shootout alert. Oh, yeah. It's a good thing gunshots right next to applause. Well, the wheel of tone. There you have it. And fantasy points all around. Shall we uh, diagnose? I think we shall. Just uh, in a minute 30, let's go through this. Patrick Mahomes plus Patrick Mahomes plus 30 fantasy points this week. Touchdown makers to Hill. Touchdown makers Travis Kelsey, who's about to set a record for doing beautiful things in the National Football League. Touchdown pass catch for Edwards. Hyphen Hilaire. And the name that everyone needs to remember is Sammy Watkins is coming back. And Sammy Watkins might be a part time player this week, but keep him on your radar. And if you're completely desperate, Sammy Watkins is a touchdown maker. The Kansas City Chiefs are scoring a lot of points. Yeah. And in so far as Tampa Tom or Tamper Tom. What does he like to call himself these days? Uh, he's just Tommy. He's just touchdown Tommy. He's just Tommy. All right, touchdown Tommy's going to have a game where you put him on your bench last week, you're going to make a mistake. Touchdown pass to Mike Evans, again, yes. Touchdown pass to Chris Godwin, again, yes. Touchdown pass to Antonio Brown for the first time this year. Oh. Yes. Yes. You've had him sitting. You've been watching him play. Antonio Brown is a player this week. And the difference maker in this game will be, will Ronald Ronald Jones be a double-digit running back like he needs to be and make Mr. Kilbasa happen? So I ask you, Mr. Kilbasa, what is going to happen with Ronald Jones? And <laughs> can you tell me right about now? Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones. Dang, got a touchdown thing going on. Touchdown maker, game breaker. Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it, man? What a surprise. You know, what a savior. And he is going to put Kansas City in a super tight position they were in a super tight position with a minute 30 last week and won the ball game and America. I'm telling you right now, the, the, the mantle has switched. They have changed it over. He's yes. Patrick Mahomes is going to do it again in the last two minutes of the ball game. This is going to take 40 plus points to win this ball game. 
lot of fantasy love all over the place, and I hope everyone enjoys the best game of the weekend. Oh, there we go. That's a feel-good story of the week right there. I'll tell you what, Tampa's going to be in this to win it, and Tom Brady's going to have a tremendous game. Um, As an athlete, Tom Brady will be motivated by Mr. Mahomes playing well, and he is going to get it in gear. And neither defense is going to be worth a damn because this is going to be like a Sega game. This is going to be Madden 88. And that will make Patrick Mahomes the number one fantasy quarterback this week with Tom Brady at least in the top four. Because uh, just because this is this is going to be the, the best game of the weekend. I mean, how are you – if you don't make the playoffs of your fantasy league and Patrick Mahomes is your – quarterback you don't know what you're doing right well either that or you just you know you had him selected as your number one pick you were doing a happy dance and by the time you got back the draft was over and you had nothing else i mean and you, and you got nothing but busts you had nothing but christian mccaffrey leonard you had Fournette. nothing but shaquan barkley you had leonard fournette on your team you had some wide receivers who just haven't performed um, you got a tight end who's not in the league anymore. You got the and Jets dra- kicker. And you, got, yeah. <laughs> and you drafted Jet wide receivers. There you go. <laughs> That's how you lose with Patrick Mahomes on your team. You know, I feel much more constricted without the ones and twos working here, Mr. Kabasa. It's been amazing to me, the difference. Where are we going next, sir? Okay, believe it or not, we're almost to the end of this marathon fun awesomeness. Hey, everybody's drinking. Everybody's having a good time on the night before Thanksgiving. They're doing it in their living room instead of, I mean, hopefully, if you're dumb enough to go out to bars tonight, fuck you guys. You should be staying home. Anyway, let's go to the Sunday night. I I have a request, Mr. Kabaka. If you are listening to this program, having a good time doing those things like everyone else's, Find you uh find the song Love Shack by the B fifty twos and play it for me right now. Fuck, I'll never play Love Shack on this <laughs> podcast ever. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people having a dance party in their living room with hey flicking the lights on and off. You flicking che- the lights on and off like it's a strobe light. Fuck Go ahead, you cheese it. balls. If you're li- if you dance, get up and dance to Love Shack. You're if you if you're oh, if you're okay if you're under the age of thirty then it's ironic and you can do it but if you're over the age of thirty and you enjoy Love Shack fuck off fuck off listen listen go back listen. to fucking Yankees I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna play I'm gonna send you like a copy of that just because that's one of my most hated songs of all time. Hmm. But, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Kabasa. We were just having a dance party from hell, and we, we just put on a love shack, man. That's speaking the way of like, hatred, Mishy. You can skip it. You can skip it. You can skip the record, but it started playing. Where right. are we going next, Mr. Kabasa? We're going to another ugly, ugly, ugly matchup in the NFC Norris division. Two teams that have hated each other since before hate was even invented. The Packers and the Bears. Oh, nothing like Thanksgiving in Green Bay. (laughs) Nothing like Aaron Rodgers giving an interview, barely being able to stay awake because he's some sort of yoga Zen God now. And he doesn't show any emotion ever. And he can barely even run because he's so chilled out. Yeah, man. He took an acting class and he's, he's over emoting. 
good for you, Aaron. But hey, he's having a good game on my bench, winning me ties. <laughs> <laughs> Mishy, go ahead and tell me Green Bay's going to run away with this, and I'm going to tell you, butterscotch pudding isn't the best pudding on earth. All right, all right. So, who you want to start with the butterscotch, or you want to start with the football? Hey, oh, come on now. We always now. end with butterscotch. We don't start with butterscotch. Oh, you got that right. The um, the Chicago Bears are now a 500 team. They've lost four games in a row. And my fantasy football team has also lost four games in a row. But oh. they're better. But they're better than the Chicago Bears. Um, Mitchell Trubisky allegedly makes his comeback in this game. The big fantasy news is David Montgomery is finally cleared to play. And it's important because he's going to touch the ball 15 to 18 to 20 times. And in fantasy football, that means must start. Um, touchdown maker, eh, why not? Green Bay can't stop the run, even though they pretend to. I think David Montgomery is going to have a really nice ball game. Allen Robinson is banged up. You drafted him early, you know, and he's going with Mitchell Trubisky. What do you think, Mr. Kabasa? Allen Robinson, a viable fantasy uh, wide receiver this week with old Trubisky coming back. You've, you you've been trying to talk me into Allen Robinson for the last five years, and I never jump on the bandwagon ever. Well, that's all right. You should. You should get your crayons out, too, because yeah. Allen Robinson yeah. is a got touchdown your fucking maker in this game. And Mitchell Trubisky will not be a 25-point fantasy scorer. He will not be a 20-point fantasy scorer, but he will be a 16, 17, 18-point fantasy scorer, which is more than what Justin Herbert is going to give you. Thank you very much. I said it. The the superstar Jimmy Graham will catch one. Allen Robinson will catch one. And Mitchell Trubisky is going to have a nice game. Um, The Chicago Bears are going to be in this game, people. Mr. Cabasa, the Chicago Bears are going to be in this game um, for a couple of reasons. One is they don't like the Packers, and that's the best one. On the Green Bay side, the man with the beard is going to have uh, the man with a gray beard kind of game. He will be intercepted. He will be sacked. And the Bears defense is going to keep this game competitive. You're, you didn't hear it here first because I've, this, you've seen this story before. Chicago can and will take care of Aaron Rodgers. The guy I would start in fantasy football is the great Aaron Jones, and I would start him with confidence. Uh, Devontae Adams, they say he's banged up. They say he's hurt. You're going to start him. You might be disappointed because everyone, Robert Toynan, Tanyan, whatever the heck you want to call yourself, will catch the touchdown pass from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will underperform. And this game is going to be a lot closer than the rest of the world thinks. I'm saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't get 17 fantasy points this week. I'm saying Aaron Jones scores more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in this game. Together? And No, not combined. Individually. Individually. And, I mean, Aaron Jones is going to be a big play. Of course you got him in your lineup. And I'd be kind of leery of the rest of the Green Bay Packers. I'm looking for an upset here. I really am. I'm looking for an upset and a defensive uh, pressure that the Bears are going to bring on. uh, I'm going to call him this and I'm going to regret it. Old man Aaron Rodgers in week 12. Oh, man. And you're going to think you're going to see a grumpy Tom Brady. You're going to see a way grumpy, non-emotive Aaron Rodgers, and no one's going to buy it. And I'm calling an upset right here, right now.
Mishy, let me ask you a question. Sure. Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger? Tom Brady this week. No question. They're in a a shootout, and I really think that uh, Ben's going to have some problems this week. Um, No question. No question. Okay. And so is James Conner, but Eric Ebron is just going to have – Ben's only going to be able to throw to Eric Ebron. Is that what you're telling me? Um, I think Eve, Eric Ebron is in, in a, a great position to have a tremendous fantasy football game this week. Okay. All right. Well, finally yeah. rounding it out here at the 14-hour mark, Michi. Oh, <laughs> spectacular. Oh, we have our spectac- Listen, we have spectaculars. Listen, yeah. I said this before. If you just tuned in right now, that's fine. Where do we find this? you, Mr. Cabasa? Where do we uh, send you find me, uh, Johnny Cabasa, on Twitter, Johnny Cabasa Rocks on Instagram. I need to do the mayonnaise spectacular too tonight. Uh, we'll see. It's, only, it's, uh, it's still early. I got seven layer salad to make, but uh, yeah, that's okay. How many, do you have enough beer in the house? I also oh, make. I, yeah, I do it because I bought some really strong Christmas ales, and they uh, go straight to your head, everybody. In in I'm America, also, I also make cheeseburger jokes on a big radio show on a big radio station in a big city. Somewhere, some big city somewhere in America. Yeah. You're like Clark Kent, aren't you, really? And this is your Superman. Is that the way we should be hearing about this? Uh, I wish, but I'm more like Lex Luthor, always fucking it up, almost have the plan pulled off, and then, oh, damn it, I fucked up. Yeah, there's a, well, I guess then I'm going to be your Superman. Where are we going next there, Mr. Philbox? Okay, uh, I thought you were right. going to say you were going to be my <laughs> Ned Beatty. What? <laughs> No, I'll be Superman to your uh, Lex Luthor. I have okay. Well, that. you win every time. Uh, not not this year in our in our fantasy football. Then you're Ned Beatty. Time. You're Ned Beatty. I'll be Ned Beatty then, uh, at least uh, in the fantasy football. But here on the sausage, I mean, you just call me Soup, America's Commissioner. Okay, Where are you going Soup. next, Captain? One more <laughs> game left, and as we found out last week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The Philadelphia Eagles suck ass, but they're hosting a Monday night game with uh, with Russell. Russell coming to town. He's looking. He always shines on Monday night, no matter where he's playing. Michi. The last game of the week, Monday night, Seahawks Eagles, the battle of the birds. What there do you say, Michi? The Seattle Seahawks have, uh, I believe, they're ten and one on their last on their last. 11 trips to the east coast wow the philadelphia eagles are three and six about to go to three and seven and according to us and according to this program and the way it's going to be the new york football giants and the dallas cowboys will be at the top of the nfc east this is the put a fork in it moment for the philadelphia eagles and there have been a lot of them fantasy football love in philadelphia oh my gosh they're calling for the quarterback's head and you know, people in Philadelphia, they might get a little angry. They eat cheese whiz, people. They eat cheese whiz. There's whiz. something wrong up there. Oh, my gosh. Carson Wentz, did you know, was a top 10 quarterback in fantasy football last week, Mr. Cabasa? Um, No, I did not know that. He How? Uh, oh, he certainly did. And he's still on your rosters. This week against Seattle, I would highly recommend if Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing, Let's start Ryan Fitzpatrick over Carson Wentz. They're about to meet a buzzsaw, a buzzsaw in the Seattle Seahawks, and they're not going to be able to keep up. Miles Sanders is back in your lineup. You drafted him early. Feel free to start him. 
you will get fantasy points from him. You will see a touchdown from him. You might see 85 yards on the ground and another 35 on the in the air. And that's good fantasy football right there. And the question of Dallas Goddard being Dallas Goddard being healthy enough to play is one thing. Him playing well is another. However, however, if I'm in desperate need of a tight end, I am starting Goddard this week because Carson Wentz will find a way to throw a touchdown and it will go to a tight end. I'm have no love for the wide receivers, fantasy football futures that say Zach Ertz is ready to come off the IR. It's not going to matter. Philadelphia is, you know, in, in one way to say this is you can either seek and destroy or you could roll over and play dead. The Philadelphia Eagles are about to roll over and play dead. And in fantasy football and in real football, Seattle has everything to win in this game. Um, staying at the top and first place is very important. And the most important thing, Mr. Cabasa, is the return of our man, Chris Carson at running back. Oh, no, not Chris Carson. He's been messing with our minds for years. It would just so happen that every game Chris Carson has been out, Michy, that's me, Mr. Sunshine, to the rest of you, um, has lost without Chris Carson. So with thoughts of Casey Stengel and Yogi Berra, I'm going to say this right now. Chris Carson, Chris Carson is my man. Okay. I don't win. I don't win without just like Casey Stengel could not win without Yogi Berra. I can seemingly not win without Chris Carson. Got him. I'm starting him. I can't believe I'm so happy he's going to be in the lineup. DK Metcalf, you got him. You have to start him. He's he's a stud. He's a, he might turn out to be a knucklehead, but he's a stud. Um, Tyler Lockett. We had a discussion about Tyler Lockett versus another wide receiver earlier. Tyler Lockett will get his 100 yards, will not find the end zone. The Seattle defense is, if it's not rostered and you're going to play for a fantasy football championship, put the Seattle defense on your roster. And if we haven't, but we have spoken about it earlier, find a way to get the Cleveland Browns defense on your fantasy football roster. If you're playing for a championship, Seattle is going to go into this Monday night game and embarrass Philadelphia. Russell Wilson is a must start. Um, We've named these guys. We've named all these guys. Jacob Hollister is going to catch a touchdown at tight end and no one's going to pick him up. Doesn't matter. Seattle's going to take care of their business. We all know Russell Wilson's a must-start. We all know the wide receivers are must-starts. But I'm telling you, Chris Carson's coming back, and the Seattle defense is a must-start. And put a fork in it, Philadelphia. No cheesesteaks for you. You don't deserve them. You Fuck can have you a glass. Of, you can have a glass of water. And this whole spectacular, this Thanksgiving fantasy football ferocity comes down to you're going to start the right players on the Seattle Seahawks so you can wait through this whole weekend to win your fantasy football game. And I know I'm doing that. Hold on, Mr. Cabasa. I got to press a button. All right, man. You got to take that? Go ahead. I'm very popular. I know. That's it. And I'm so popular. I should find myself like you have. Where can we find you again, Mr. Cabasa? (laughs) You can find me on the floor. Uh, next to a bunch of bacon grease and some eggshells because I got to make this seven layer salad and, and the seven layer salad. I got a lot to do tonight, Mishy. How about you? I have, um, I, I, 
on our cuisine, I have to make the cranberries, and I got to put the stuffing together. How do you make cranberries? I, you put them in some water with some sugar. You boil them till they pop. How you oh. doing? I've never made those. See, How you doing? Oh, it's um, I I can tell you that for some reason it was canned cranberries on the table in my life, and I will never eat those. I never ate those. Yeah, me neither. But you know, Uncle Henry making them sandwiches, he would slather you know, his plate. His oh. plate was always full. You know that Thanksgiving plate. He's the one who ate all the cranberries. He ate everything. Did he eat the and, apple butter too? I never ate the apple butter. See, in our house, we didn't have that. It was okay. a little too in. You know, it just that was a little too much. I don't know why. We right. have apples though this time of year. It'd be nice. How about that? It's apple season. Everyone can have a nice apple. That's very nice. Instead of five pieces of pie. Wait, I'm talking about me. The uh, you mean five the, pies? The, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Should have five apples as opposed to five pies? Is that what we're trying to say, Mr. Something Goodbye? like that. It's a holiday weekend. Oh, and it's a fantasy football ferocity spectacular weekend. That's right, Mishy. And we talked about it all here. So only you can put a bow on this weekend like anybody, like nobody. All right, and here we go. Here we go, Mishy. Send can them on put out. The bow on America, enjoy, your, enjoy the pro game. Enjoy your fantasy football game. Enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. Play Alice's Restaurant twice on Thanksgiving. You can get anything you want when you listen to Mishy and Mr. Kielbasa on the Sausage Hut. Walk right in. It's around the block. You're going to win a championship, and that's a lock. You can get anything you want in the Sausage Hut Fantasy Football Ferocity Podcast. (laughs) That's right. Oh, nobody does it like we does it. That's the bow we're looking for, Mr. Kielbasa. And that'll do it for week 12. That'll do it for Thanksgiving, but it won't do it for this Thanksgiving. We get content spectacular that we're halfway through. Mission, we might hear you again talking about something different than football. We got a long weekend ahead of us. I have skills, Mr. Kibasa. I'm a well-rounded individual. And your bills are paid, your dues are paid, your seat licenses sure. are paid. And I can sing the blues if I have to, but, you know, we can do another round of Alice's Restaurant. We'll find it. We'll play some fun. That's fun. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kibasa, everyone. Enjoy your football. Be good to one another. Be good to yourselves. Happy Thanksgiving. And if you're doing a super spreader event, you deserve to die like the rest of them. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <laughs>